Well, call this a sports pod, but more than anything, it's an emergency Canes pod. Uh, Will Manso here. I've spent the last, what, 12 hours or so on Saturday, uh, pregame against Michigan State, and then postgame talking to Canes fans in person at the stadium and, and via Twitter. And we have been communicating and talking and, and, and venting. And I said, you know what? I need to have a venting session and I need to have a session as a, a direct chat with Canes fans as to what is wrong with this program. What is wrong with Manny Diaz, this team, this current product, everything, and where this could go. And I think I need to go right down the list because I'm as frustrated as anybody, but I'm also frustrated a bit with a fan base that wants to continue to live in the past. And you could be cursing me out right now. That's fine because I got thick skin. Go ahead, curse me out. But the problem right now is that too many fans are living in the past and too many fans are holding Miami to that standard, not understanding that standard is never coming back. So before I get into all the bad, and trust me, I'll get it on Manny. I'll get it on recruiting. I'll get it on resources. I'll get it on Blake James. Everything that you guys throw at me, I will get in on. And I will be honest on what I believe and what I hear and what I see. And it may not be right, but it's my honest opinion and my honest take. But when you talk about the Miami program, guys, let me say this. If you, if you take anything away from listening to this podcast, Take this away. Miami football, as you know it, is dead. Dead. Miami football, let me say it again, is dead as you know it. And you may be saying, well, duh, I know that. But here's the thing. You don't know that because what's dead? Dead means gone, over, not coming back, not rising from the dead, not coming out, not walking through the door. You guys need to understand that dead is final. Just like a person that dies. This program, as we know it, as you know it, and as you grew to love it, is dead. So anybody who says, well, I want Miami football back, I want to be at that championship level, at Miami it's all about championships and expectations and greatness, guys, it's not. It's dead and it's not coming back. So once you get that out of the way, we can have a further conversation and an honest conversation as to what's truly wrong with Miami and how it could get to a good level of football. Because right now it's not. It's a bad football team. It's a bad football program. And this is just not, this is not from fundamentals, coaching, uh, football 101 stuff, discipline, lack thereof. It's, you name it, it's going on right now at the Miami, at, in Miami football. But what is good football to me at the University of Miami? What is a good program? I'll tell you right now, and you may not like the answer. Just be decent. Just be a, a top 20 type team that competes in most games, that has opportunities to win anywhere from eight to 10 games that can maybe on a good year, things go well, break well, and, and you're playing in a major bowl, that you're playing for ACC championships or having the opportunity year in and year out. That is what Miami can and should be. Winning championships every year, being the 80s and 90s and being that 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 team that everybody uh, you know is, is jealous of because they're dominant and winning games by 30 points. Yeah, guys, that's not coming back. It's been dead a long time. I don't even know what we're still talking about all these years later. We still live in the past so much, but it's definitely never coming back. The, the landscape of college football has changed. And you may say, oh, you're just making excuses. You're just offending. No, no, no. That's reality. This is an excuse. You think I'm making this up? You think I came up with this theory? You think I'm a genius that came up with this? No, this is what it is. Football has changed. Teams, it, it, those teams of the past, that doesn't exist anymore. What you need now you need the talent. You need the money. You need the resources. You need the facilities. Guess what? Miami doesn't have all that stuff. Miami ain't getting all that stuff. And you may be screaming, well, why? Why not? 
well, I'll go into the reasons why, but the answer, as long as you can take away, is that it's not coming. So let's go right down the list. I need to take a sip of water. I'm already getting frustrated. Let me take a sip of water. All right. Manny Diaz. Let's start with Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz has not proven to be a good head coach. I'm okay with saying that. I think anyone with eyes and anyone that has watched University of Miami football in the last three years can see that Manny has not done a good job. That's fair. But I also see that Manny is no different than any of the head coaches in the last 15 years at the University of Miami who have ended up not doing a good job and either gotten fired or Mark Ritzke said, I've had enough. And, you know, Mark, whatever it was for physical and health reasons, he was coming off a tough year. He said, I'm going to back away from this. They go out, they bring many ideas. It's the same old story. Still the same mediocrity or worse. This is not a good football program that has not had good leaders as far as being able to lift them above mediocrity. That's what Miami football has been for the last 15 plus years. So, okay. But Manny, when you go in on Manny, and I, and I trust me, I get it, guys. Fire Manny Diaz. Fire hashtag fire Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz sucks. Manny Diaz is used car salesman. I, I, I hear it all. I hear it all. I've heard it all. I continue to hear it all in person, on Twitter, and social media, and emails, on radio. I, I get it. I get it. Manny has gotten the chance to prove it, and he hasn't taken it. And this year, Manny put it on himself to be the defensive coordinator. And I saw Manny right before the, the, the first game of the season against Alabama, the week before we chatted, went to UM, talked to him, and he said, look, the buck stops with me. This is exactly why I did it. This defense has to play to the standard that I believe the University of Miami standard of football, especially on defense, should be, and it's on me. Well, guess what? Three games in, standard's nowhere close, and it is on him. But here's what I say to those that say fire Manny Diaz. The issue with fire Manny Diaz is, and there are many, but number one is, the, it, this team has to have its opportunity to see what they can do. We have seen nothing but mediocrity so far. Just, just a complete butt whooping against Alabama. Fine, we kind of expected. Nail-biting, ugly win against Appalachian State. Hey, you'll take it. A win's a win. And then an embarrassing fourth quarter and, and a mistake-filled game against Michigan State. A solid team, we can all agree, but certainly not, a, not an elite team. And when you look at this college football, you know, I talked earlier about the landscape change. There's three tiers, right? There's Alabama. That's tier one. Get it out of the way. Alabama's tier one. They're on their own. Tier two is that Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, that next batch of three, four, five teams that you know every year is going to be in that top seven, eight, you know, being in the in the ability to play in, in the playoff and all that stuff. Then you have like 25, 30 teams that are all could be anywhere from 25th in the country, you know, to, to 10th in the country, depending on how things fall. That's where Miami should be. That's where they started the season, right? And that's where they've proven they don't belong. But there's no reason that Miami shouldn't be there. Forget about the past. I talked about the dead. Yeah, dead. That's all dead. Forget about it. Miami can't be that anymore. It cannot be that anymore. But there's no reason they can't be this, what I just said. There's no reason they can't be Wisconsin, you know, as far as as far as every year in, year out. There's no reason they can't be Cincinnati in those schools. There's no reason that they can't be Florida as far as consistency. Now, the reason that they can't be more consistent than that is the next step, and that's the facilities, the money and the resources. Even those schools that I mentioned spend more than Miami. Even those schools are in Florida. I mean, you, the, the money that they have, the resources they have, the facilities they have, and this isn't even talking about Bama and Clemson. I mean, they, those, those facilities rival the Dolphins. But when you talk about what Miami has, look, I love the indoor practice facility. I love the UM campus. I love going over that. You know, the, the athletic building is really pretty. It went up a few years ago, the new one. It's a nice campus as far as the football side of things, the facility side of things, the weight room. 
But guys, it doesn't compare. It just doesn't. And what you guys have to understand is the college kid now that, they, that coming from high school into college, 16, 17, 18, that's being recruited, they don't care about Michael Irvin. They don't care about the you and Billy Corbin in the documentary. They don't care about Jimmy Johnson in the 80s and the swag and Randall coming out of the tunnel. They don't care about any of that stuff. They care about, hey, where can I go that's a cool place with great facilities, okay? Where can I play on national TV and, and compete every every week in big games all season long? And, and where can I go with the best facilities, training rooms, workout rooms, everything, practice fields, all those things? Where can I get that whole combination? Guys, it's not the University of Miami. It's just not. And as much as I love my school and I'm a proud alum, and you guys know that I'm a fan as much as I am media, I'm a fan of the University of Miami football team and of that school. They, they just cannot compete. And you may be screaming now, why? Why can't they compete? I don't get it. Because that's not the focus. That's not where the money is. The money, and that's what people lose sight of. Money is real, guys. Money has to come from somewhere. And when you look around, I said this to someone today, and I said, I'm not sure the University of Miami campus has been as beautiful as it is right now. I don't think it's ever been more beautiful than it is right now. And I don't think the football program has been as ugly as it is right now pre the great years. You see what I mean? The pre-great years that, you know, pre-Howard Schnellenberger, that's a whole other, you know, the saving years, those years back then, Lou Saban, I mean, that, that's a whole other conversation. I'm talking about since Miami became great, you have not seen it uglier than it is now. This is just as ugly as can be this stretch of 10 15 years. It just is. This is what it's become. I mean, it's, it's as ugly as can be and it's disappointing and it's frustrating, but you know what? It is reality guys. It's the reality of, of what we live in right now. It's the reality of what this has become. And when you look at what you hope, you hope that Miami can be, you have to stop living in the past. So when you get these kids that don't want to come here, how, how do you recruit them? You know, if, 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 how do you come and you get these guys? Let's finish off the Manny conversation. Manny's job is on the line, 100% on the line. He may not last into next season. I think right now, if this continues, you said he's like, well, no, of course he's not. Even though there's a lot that goes with that, guys. There's the buyout, there's the discussion with the staff as far as what happens, Blake James, Julio Frank. I mean, there's a lot more than just fire Manny. You know, who, who do you replace him with? And this is the conversation I always have with Canes fans. Okay, fire Manny Diaz, fine. All right, who do you replace him with? Oh, well, that guy, uh, you know, that guy with the mid-major. Okay, how much is that guy making a year? Oh, I don't know. Well, he's making four and a half million. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a million plus more than Manny makes. Okay, fine. You say you want to pay him four and a half million? Okay, great. You think he's going to come over here? He's in a great spot already with great facilities. It's for the same money. Okay, so now you got to pay him six million. Okay, where are you going to get the six million? Well, the boosters. The boosters will get a six, seven million. Oh, okay. All right, let's keep play money since it's not our money let's keep playing imaginary money monopoly money okay six seven million okay get that guy to come over here why is that guy coming over here again like okay the money yeah that's great six seven million that that school probably could raise him to all right he's not coming to the same facilities they're not going to be the comparable facilities right yeah uh, they're not okay so he's coming here the recruiting base okay you still get yeah, great foundation miami it doesn't get any better than south florida but kids are flocking to come to miami uh no so then, okay, so then kids want facilities. That's how you get them to keep them. Okay, great. How are you building the facilities? With what money? How, how yeah, Julio Frank. Oh, yeah, they're going to give you 50 million. You're going to get 80 million. You're going to get more facilities. I know I'm being sort of sarcastic in my tone, but I, this is what I tell people when they argue with me. Where are you getting this? Where is it coming from? 
I'm sorry to break this to you guys. That's not the focus of the University of Miami. That's not what they're looking to do. Julio Frank's not sitting there going, God, how can there be ways that I can improve the football program by spending more money? Let me take away from the, the campus and the facility, the academic and the medical school and the law school and even the broadcast school, which, by the way, I'm an alum of incredible broadcast school. The program, the facilities and the equipment that they have there at UM on that campus are better than most small market, middle market television stations. Trust me, from experience, I lived it. But the football program? No. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So that's the frustrating part. Who do you hire? Because all we've got is the same stuff over and over, the retread of it. I mean, Randy Shannon, Al Golden, Mark Richt, who came with a resume, but still he had the same issues that Manny's going to have. So you look at talent. There's talent on this program. I do. I, I look at that field on Saturday, and there are talented players, undisciplined players, players that aren't playing to their talent level, probably, but certainly not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you the talent of an Alabama or an elite school, just the talent to compete with a Michigan state a talent to, to beat a Michigan state, a talent to beat an Appalachian state. There's the talent there. So the recruiting base in the talent is there to be solid. So that's where you look at the, at, at what is going on. What's, what's getting lost between the staff and the talent. And that's where I think the next step is. If Manny Diaz doesn't prove to be the guy, and most of you are sitting there screaming right now thinking Manny Diaz isn't the guy he's done. I trust me again, I hear it. And he may very well be done eventually at the end of this year, whatever the case may be. Who are you going to hire is the next step. And who can that person bring in with, again, the limitations and money and resources and facilities that you have? It's, get out of your head, guys. Not going to be a big name head coach. They haven't had a big name head coach. They're not going to get a big name. Because you know, people talk about Jimmy Johnson. And Jimmy Johnson was a no-name head coach when he got here. People talk about Butch Davis. He was an assistant when they brought him here. You know what I mean? Like that was his, that was his background. They have to hit on a good coach who could sit there, not only coach well, but get his kind of player to play well, to commit to what he is selling, to buy into what he is selling. And quite frankly, what Manny Diaz has been selling, players are clearly not buying into. It's just not. And that's where you can lay blame on Manny Diaz. That's where you can lay blame on the staff. You know, the excitement about Rhett Lashley and the excitement about this high, you know, fast up-tempo offense, it hasn't happened. But again, to have a move, you have to have an answer. Fire Manny sounds great. Hire who is more important. And when you take out the equation of a big-name coach and the big spending and the resources and all that stuff you guys dream about that's not going to happen, the question is, how do you get to that level I talked about? When you, The level that I talked about is being a consistent top 20 team. That is the new standard at Miami. You may be throwing up in your mouth right now. You may be stopping this podcast calling me an idiot. I get it. But guys, get it through your head. That is the standard of Miami football. And by the way, I didn't even mention something else too. And this is where I hate doing it, but I think we have to be honest with ourselves as fans. I mentioned the, res the, res the resources and the facilities for a recruit. How about the atmosphere? I mean, you got a kid going on campus to go see a, even a mid-major team and a, and a solid team in, in, in these conferences These and, and goes out there to 70,000 people on a Saturday, all painted in school colors, going crazy, tailgating since nine in the morning. You go to Miami, I mean, great stadium. I get a Hard Rock Stadium off campus, though. You got 40,000 maybe. I know they announced 47,000, but you got 40,000 people in the stands. A dangling cat is about the most excitement you got in the stands. Fan base is great. They're loud. They're proud. But you got empty seats everywhere, and you don't have that atmosphere. On a beautiful South Florida day, there's no excuse not to have those packed stands. And I know people are going to say, well, the product sucks. No, 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 guys. Yeah, I get it. You can say the product sucks. The product's mediocre. But this has been going on for a long time. This is a long-time Miami problem. And this isn't to lay blame on the fans. This is to just look at the recruiting and see what 
players what you're up against now. You don't just look at the you and the helmet and say, I want to go there. I want to be Michael Irvin. I want to be Ed Reed. Young guys don't say that. They want everything. And that includes atmosphere. And you're not getting it in Miami. You're just not. So when you put that all together, you need to then concentrate on how you fix this and become a solid program. So Blake James, you know, you look at the, the AD and trust me, I hear the fire Blake James info and tweets and information. I've been critical of Blake in the past and I can certainly be it right now. But like all of us, Blake James has a, has a, a boss. He has an edict. He has a, a budget. He has uh, someone to be in line with as far as where he's going and what is important. And trust me, guys, no one's saying to Blake James, here's a blank check. Go ahead and spend it and, and turn Miami into a powerhouse again. No one is. It's not happening. And by the way, if you fire Blake James, the next guy, he's not getting that either. Just like Manny Diaz, you fire Manny Diaz, you bring in the next guy, he's not getting all that stuff either. That's why you have to understand how important setting a culture and a structure of winning and a culture is, I know I get it, it's a cliche word, but it's true. That's the only way you win at Miami is getting the right head coach who stays here and gets that opportunity. That's why I was hopeful it was Manny because Manny could be a lifer. Manny wanted to be a lifer. He wants to be here. Three years in, it's not panning out. But that's why I wanted Manny to be successful, aside from being a UM fan, because I felt that at least he could try to get his kind of player, develop his kind of player, buy into his system, and compete. Compete, 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 and be a top 20 team and play in ACC championships and, and have that opportunity. I know fans sit there and they yell, national championships, eh, it's not going to happen. That's not what, Now, that doesn't mean Miami couldn't win a national championship again because you get lightning in a bottle one year and you get a good schedule, a good home schedule, and you get a hot quarterback and you go 10-0 and and you, go into a, uh, you win the ACC. That could happen now and then with the right structure. So the next question for Miami is how do you do that? And I keep going back to it. I'm going to give Manny Diaz the rest of the year. I, in my mind, I'm not, a, I don't work for you. I'm, they can do whatever they want. But in my mind, that's what's going to happen. I don't, there's I, many of these getting fired in season. They're going to sit back and they look the body of work of Manny if he truly competed in the ACC. And then they're going to decide what's next. Do I have hope that the Canes are going to turn it around? Nothing I've seen lets me think that the Canes are going to turn this around. Nothing. There's nothing. They're undisciplined. They're, they're, they're fundamentals. They can't catch. They can't tackle. I mean, the most basic of football things, despite the talent, despite, trust me, I know Manny wants to win. I know Manny's putting his heart and soul into it, but it's not working right now. If they prove us all wrong, especially those out there yelling fire Manny and, and they go out and they win seven, eight more games and they're, and they're in the ACC championship game, then, hey, Manny Diaz is keeping his job. And that's the standard Miami wants. And by the way, call me a loser, but that's the standard I'll accept. I will accept that standard. Eight to 10 wins. Be competitive in the ACC. Be competitive in the top 20, top 25. And now and then make a run and maybe sneak into that top 10. I'm totally fine with that. Call me a loser. Say I got a loser's mentality. Say I don't, I, I'm not truly what it's about at the U. Go ahead. But guys, I live in reality. And you may laugh at me and call me an idiot, but I live in reality. And I believe that's the reality of the program. It's as low as it's been in a long time. It's pretty much at rock bottom right now. I mean, losing by three touchdowns to Michigan State at home on a beautiful day and, you know, in, in, on national TV, you know, an ABC game right at noon. It's embarrassing. What they do in the ACC, the rest of the way is how many will be judged. I know you're tired of hearing the Coastal. Very Al Golden. I get it. But that is what this team has the rest of the year. It's not the standard we wanted. It's not the standard we're used to but it's the standard we have to start to accept. And if Manny Diaz isn't that guy, which I think a lot of you, probably 90% of you that are listening right now and 90% of Canes fans don't think he's the guy, then whoever that guy is next has to understand the limitations he is working with, the focus of this program. Julio Frank, the school, the program, they're worried about the University of Miami. And again, it is fit. It's crazy because the University of Miami 
football program made what the University of Miami is academically in the 80s. The enrollment and the amount of people that decide to come to Miami when there's football success and winning national championships, it's incredible how much of an impact that had. Hey, you're, talk, you're listening to a UM alum. Do you know why I went to the University of Miami? Because I watched Benny Blades play when I was a kid. I've told Benny this story. And Benny was so electric, and I loved watching him hit and play. I fell in love with those UM teams. And when I found out they had a great broadcast program, and I focused on broadcasting in high school, going to college, and I said, I'm going to the University of Miami. That's how they got me to go there. That's how they got my money, you know, and, and all the money I paid to go to the University of Miami. And that's how so they get so many over the years. But now it's the flip of that. Now the focus, now that they've got that, the focus is on the academics. And it's not on the football. And if you guys don't want to spend your hard-earned money because you don't think that that commitment is good enough, I don't blame you. But you have to, you can't blame them though and say, oh, the commitment isn't there when they're putting it in your face for the last 15 years that they're not going to spend big money. It's just not happening. Now and then you get these new facilities and these new buildings that go up and all this stuff, you know, when Rick came, the indoor facility and the new buildings, that's great. Again, it doesn't compare to anything going on in most schools. There are 30, 40, 50 schools with better facilities and resources than Miami. Get that through your head that that is a fact that will not change. So the only way to change is from within. The only way to change is with a true leader. And if that leader's not many ideas, you got to move on. You got to recruit. You got to sell these kids on, on what they could learn and be part of. And as much as you don't want to hear that, that's what needs to happen. And that's the only way Miami can get back to just being a good, solid football program. Not back to what they were in the past, guys. That's never happening again. So that's my venting session. Agree, disagree, hate me, whatever. I get it. As fans, you're entitled to your opinion and certainly entitled to spend or not spend your hard-earned money. And you truly will have a say in what this program does. You can not go to the games. You can sit there and scream as loud as you want, whatever you want to do. But I just wanted to hit you with what the reality is right now of Miami football.